Hello and welcome to another episode of Driving Photography with me, Chad Nalios of Beach Breeze Studios in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's see. Also, don't forget digitalphotohq.com. Come check us out. Sign up. It's free for now. It probably will stay free. Um, come teach and learn photography in a social environment. So. Today I wanted to talk about buying your first camera. Now, most likely it's not actually your really your real first camera, but if you are just now getting into doing photography and have decided that you want to try to learn photography for real and all the basics, get off of auto, use some of the uh, special features of your camera, most likely you're going to need to upgrade your camera and you have not really dug your teeth into any serious um, system like Nikon, Sony, Canon, whatever. So I wanted to discuss that a little bit and see what I see and get some feedback from y'all on what y'all think. Uh, hit us up at digitalphotohq.com. Let us know in the social stream what you think about what you're what you should look for in your first camera. So I'm going to start off with my normal mantra of don't put all of your eggs in one basket with a body. Don't think of the camera body as your main, as the main thing you have to buy. I want you to think about the glass the lenses. I want you to think about what you can afford at the lens level, the best lens for what you want to shoot and that you can afford. So let's see, in the case of um, uh, nature photography or not nature, but landscape photography, you're going to want a lens that gives you a wide angle. You're going to want to be able to zoom in a little bit. Um, most likely you're going to start off with something like the 24 to 70 or the four, uh, 14 to 24 F 2.8. All systems have this lens. They don't all cost the same, but they are all really good lenses. And the main three lenses, just to get it out there, are the 14 to 24, the 24 to 70, and the 70 to 200. Those are your main lenses that you're uh, probably going to start off with or use the most often. Um, if you're a portrait photographer, if you're going to be shooting portraits and whatnot, you're probably going to want something like the 85 1.8 or 1.4, uh, the 50. 1.8, 1.4, or 1.2 even. And if you're un, if you're unsure of what I'm talking about with the 1.4, 2.8, 1.8, be sure to check out the uh, basic function, camera functions tutorial and class on uh, digitalphotohq.com or listen to previous podcasts because I cover it there somewhere. Um, the other thing is you have to think about all of the accessories that you're going to have to get. You're going to have to get memory cards. So you have to make sure that the 
memory cards that you buy are fast enough for what you want to shoot, just getting the highest end memory card is probably your best bet. Um, it's about $50 for a 64 gig highest end uh, SD card, which most cameras use. Um, there are other ones like the QXD and the CFast 2.0, which are roughly the same size and same style. So you should be able to be all right with either one of those if your camera uses those. And they're a little bit more expensive, but they're a heck of a lot faster. So the CFast 2 cards are coming out going to be two gig a second. And that's going to be amazing. I'm, I can't wait to get my hands on some of those. So, But anyways, we're going back to uh, accessories. You want an extra battery, at least one extra battery. You'll want um, a UV filter or a skylight filter for all of your lenses. So make sure you get one. Just put it on there and forget about it. And then um, a tripod, a nice tripod with uh, a good tripod head on it. Uh, Manfrotto is a really good name. Uh, they are expensive, but they are also going to be able to handle the weight of a new camera with a large lens on it. Um, there's a lot more accessories that you have, a backpack, something to carry your camera in. Um, I always suggest a backpack with a side um, pocket that you can get to your camera fast without having to take off the backpack and go through it and pick out your camera and stuff like that. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, if you're going to be shooting long and a lot of photos out in the wilderness where you can't get to uh, a charger or whatever, you might want to get the battery grip on your camera to expand the amount of battery that you have available to you. And then once you've gone through all of this, you need to think about, with all of that in mind, haven't purchased it yet, obviously, you need to think about your camera body. The body doesn't have to be the highest end, top of the line, um, newest for any particular system. You want to get the glass first and then purchase the body that you can afford to work with that works with that glass that works with um, those lenses um, you want to make sure that you look into a dslr and a mirrorless and see which one you like when you're looking through the viewfinder uh, the higher end mirrorless cameras have excellent viewfinders now the evfs the electronic viewfinders and there is a lot of new mirrorless technology coming out. Um, all three of the major manufacturers are doing it right now. And there are drawbacks to some particular things, but not that you would actually find on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, they are all fast. They are all really nice to use. And you just have to choose which system you're going to invest in and stick with because once you buy the glasses, the lenses, the glass, wow. If you wear glasses, no. Um, but once you buy the into the system, you're going to be stuck with that system for a while because it is very expensive to switch systems once you have 
purchased all of the lenses that you would like to use and the body that you want to use and all of the accessories that go along with it. So you just have to make sure that you take the time, do your research, try them out, see what feels right for you and what fits what you want to shoot. So make sure the features are available in the body that you want to be able to utilize. High speed shooting for sports or um, the long glass for nature photography like the 500 millimeter. With, with Sigma out there and being so good now, the, the glass really doesn't matter anymore other than the fact that you're gonna have to buy for that system because you can get a Sigma 24 to 70 or a Nikon 24 to 70 or a Can, uh, Canon 24 to 70, and they're all gonna work or they're all gonna be perfect for what you're gonna use. The Sigma is available for Nikon, Canon, Sony, and uh, Pentax, Tamron, whatever, but uh, Tamron, Tamron's another uh, lens manufacturer that does some really good work to an extent, I would stick with Sigma personally, but that's my personal opinion. Tamron has come a long way since I used them back in the 90s. So, let's see, just to recap, go out, try all three systems or all four systems if you're looking at Pentax as well. Um, see which ones match your shooting style, what has your uh, features that you want. Make sure that you budget for the higher end glass and maybe a body that is one or two steps down from the highest level of their market. And that way you can upgrade your um, body and use the same glass over and over again. So once you invest in your glass, that's a one-time investment. You will upgrade at some point in time, obviously, but it will last a lot longer than your actual camera body. So make sure you get all the accessories that you need, all of the accessories that you're going to have to have and uh, what you want. And make sure you set up your system from the beginning and enjoy your first camera system. Get to learn it, get to use it, use it until the features that are available on that camera no longer allow you to do the photography that you want to do. Be sure that it is the camera that is stopping you from moving forward and not your knowledge of the camera. Read the manual, go through that and learn all the functions, where all the buttons are, how you can customize the camera to yourself, and then start thinking about upgrading your camera. Um, after you have spent a few years going through that one camera and learning all of the buttons, all of the features, and it is no longer allowing you to create the images that you want to create, or you find that you have outgrown that camera as far as your knowledge is concerned, then go out and get the latest body. You can still use the same lenses on that camera so you don't have to worry about that. And it'll be cheaper in the long run to 
do it that way and learn with a cheaper body with higher end glass than it would to purchase all the high end stuff out front and then find that it is too much camera that it has so many features that you'll never use and have wasted a thousand or two thousand dollars so that's it for today i've come to the end of my drive and i've come to the end of this episode and this was a longer episode than usual and i hope that um it was helpful keep on the lookout for more tips tutorials classes and discussions and blog posts on digitalphotohq.com and we'll see you there Enjoy the journey. Bye.